we know some pretty amazing agency owners with some really amazing stories. Subscribe to the Agency Collective Tales, where we chat to agency owners about what they are doing right now to make sure their agency not just survives, but thrives. Today I chat to the brilliant Flo Powell, who is the co-owner and the joint MD of Midnight Communications. That's a PR and digital content agency based in sunny old Brighton. How are you feeling? Like, how, What do you reckon about the current situation and how is it affecting <laughs> you as Flo? As me? Well, I'm feeling pretty positive at the moment. I am just trying to stay positive as much as possible. I'm currently sitting in a very empty office because I've chosen to come in once a week to our building to check the post, water the plants, get some fast internet for the day um, and give my husband some space for a day as well in the flat. So I'm, I'm just staying positive as much as possible and not letting it get to me. I have actually been more active, I would say, during lockdown than I ever was beforehand. <laughs> because Brilliant. the government said you're allowed out for an hour a day to do exercise. And I just thought, thought said, oh, challenge accepted. So <laughs> I've been going out for an hour every day. And I'm very aware of my privilege and I'm very grateful to live so close to the seafront. Um, and with the great weather we've been having lately, being able to walk along the seafront every morning, we leave about 7am for an hour, has been amazing. And I'm still doing my um, my training sessions with my PT via Skype twice a week, which has been, which has been interesting in my one bedroom flat. Um, so yes, I am still smiling in Looking answer to your question. <laughs> yes, Are you being more mindful up. then of your, of your like, well-being and, and mental health because of lockdown, do you think? Or? Definitely, definitely. I mean, I always have been. Um, I think it's really important to stay mentally healthy as well as physically healthy. And we're very open about that at midnight. There's no such thing as a taboo when it comes to mental health at midnight. And everyone's encouraged to be really open about how they're feeling. Um, I mean, there are, you know, <laughs> there's, a, there's a balance to be had there, of course. But I'd rather somebody came to me and said, look, I'm really suffering from anxiety today than hid it away um, and was crying in the bathroom. You know, yeah. so... We're just all being very mindful of each other's well-being and mental health. And I think that's really important and really key, especially now that everyone is feeling a bit isolated and lonely um, and in need of a cuddle that we're unable yeah. to provide. I know, virtual cuddles, eh? Very much so. <laughs> how, how have you been chatting to your team then? How have you been communicating with the rest of the, the team? Um, you know, what technology have you been using and, and what, what sort of had to change within your, the culture? So before lockdown, there was this really annoying program that kept popping up on our machines every day and to the point where we asked our, our IT provider how we could get rid of it called Microsoft Teams. And it's now become a massive part of our daily lives. And we catch up on Microsoft Teams all the time, all the live long day. So when I start the day, I'll ring a few of my team members on video just to catch up, catch up with them and see how they're doing and see what they've got planned for the day and see how they are. Um, and then we schedule in team chats as well. So we have a virtual coffee break every um, Monday and Wednesday at, I think, three o'clock, just for about half an hour, just for the whole team to catch up. And we normally do that via Zoom because you can have the grid view, which is much better than Teams. And then we have a virtual pub every Friday at four o'clock. <laughs> 
um, with the whole team and a glass of wine if, if they're so inclined. Um, and we quite often do a quiz together as well. Um, and the, this Friday, we're having a quiz whereby we've all been given a, a round each to come up with five questions. Um, and I've just been putting together my five questions, which are famous headlines. So they're all kind of either midnighty or PRE related or related to somebody's obsession, basically. So oh, it's amazing. That sounds like such fun. Yeah, it has been fun. And it's, it's just really important to keep in touch with each other all the time. You know, there are there are certain members of the team who are struggling more than others. So we're always offering to go for a walk, you know, two metres apart, walk around the local park or whatever. We're very lucky that we all live relatively close to each other in Brighton and Hove. So that opportunity is there. Um, and when uh, when lockdown first happened, my business partner, Alex, has got a very large car and she um, put, put a call into the office, put everybody's office chairs into her tank of a car and delivered them to everybody so that oh, we could rescue brilliant. everyone's backs because everyone was like yeah it's all fine but I'm kind of sat on a kitchen bench or a piano stall or a really uncomfortable dining chair and we were like right not having that so everybody got their office chairs delivered in a day um and their monitors and everything because I think that's something that people maybe didn't consider they were like yeah homeworking's fine everyone can have a laptop but actually if you're going to do it for long periods yeah it can be really uncomfortable if you're not set up in the right way so that was really key absolutely brilliant and so how have you how have you been communicating with your clients through this more than usual I would say really? definitely um it's really interesting because beforehand we'd have you know, catch ups by phone every so often, and we'd meet with them on a scheduled monthly face to face meeting. And since lockdown, we've been having either calls or video calls with them every other day, really, to check in with them. And the clients that we've got that have, you know, continued and have lots to say at the moment need us more than ever. So there's been a kind of big increase in some of the work we're doing with, with certain clients of ours. Um, for example, Arundel Castle has been a client of ours for the last seven years. And when we first started working with them in 2013, they didn't have any social media. They were only known regionally and their objective was to be positioned as a national tourism destination. And we've managed that by setting them up and, and doing some great work on social media, but also getting them into all the national papers, getting them some international press as well, and making sure that they've got some amazing photography and videography collateral. And since lockdown, obviously, they were supposed to reopen on the 1st of April for their open season. Um, so we've turned it into a virtual experience. They've been very um, good at commissioning some amazing drone videography with a guy called Sam Moore, who I can highly recommend. Um, and we've, we've used social media and the press uh, to its full extent to turn this into a virtual experience. And we've actually got the national coverage this April when they've been closed than we ever have when they've been open. Oh my God, how funny. We've had been the Times, the Telegraph, the Mirror, the Eye, I mean the Star, the, the Sunday People, even the FT has run a story on the virtual Tulip Festival at Arundel Castle, which has been amazing. And um, the drone video on Facebook reached more than 2.2 million people. And that's with no promotional budget whatsoever. We've never spent a penny on advertising on Facebook for the castle. Um, and it's just really snowballed. It's been lovely to see. And we've now got more than 
4,000 likes in the last month on that Facebook page as well. It's, it's bumped from 11,000-ish to 15,500 in the last month. Brilliant. So that's been going really well. And that's testament to Arundel Castle to say, we're not going to cancel our PR contract. We're not going to shut up shop and not talk to anyone. We're going to engage people as much as we can and get as much attention as we can during lockdown. And if even 10% of those people that have engaged with this come to see us when we reopen next year or whenever it's going to be, we'll be laughing. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly the, the, the right thing to do and what we're trying to encourage all our clients to do. Because if you take lessons from any of the previous recessions, the companies that don't stop their comms marketing budgets and actually go for it to get a share of voice and that and to keep their market share will end up doing much better than their competitors who hold off and cancel their budgets in this difficult time and that's a really i understand that's a really really hard thing to convince your cfo to keep your marketing budget going in a global pandemic i get it but the stats are there and the proof is in the pudding that the companies that do do that and continue to put out positive messaging in a pandemic and are creative about adapting and, and repositioning their company in this time are the ones that will succeed long term. Yeah. And is that how you've been having the discussions with your clients, just literally telling them that's Absolutely. simply? Absolutely. And, and some have said, yes i understand but i'm under pressure and i can't do it in which case we've said okay and we've had to have those conversations about you know pausing campaigns or maybe lowering the cost of a campaign over a certain set period of time um and and that has been really challenging for us and it, it, it is difficult midnight was on a massive upswing before the lockdown and we just won three amazing campaigns that we were super proud of which have all been postponed however i'm still very very proud that we won those campaigns and those people will come back to us when this mm -hmm. is over so there's there's things to look forward to and i'm also really proud that we've managed to win new business um during the lockdown which is which is pretty unusual i understand um some of some quite small projects others quite big one of them came out as a result of my last visit to the pub before lockdown <laughs> i had a pint you see it's very important pub culture in britain i can't wait till we can all go back so i had a had a pint with some friends and one of them was launching a new health and fitness app and said actually I, I could use some help and the next day he put me in touch with his ceo and now we're we're working with them on a campaign to launch their new platform which helps personal trainers and physios uh, manage their clients through a virtual website with workouts and client management software called amplify pro which is brilliant um, and as a result of our great work with them they've now put us in touch with one of their clients and we're pitching to do the launch of another health brand later in the year so Good work means more good work comes. So we're continuing to do brilliant work wherever we can. Um, it's definitely more challenging at the moment in the media landscape. I mean, getting hold of journalists at the moment is tricky because the newspapers have furloughed a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So there's a yeah, lot how of... How do you? We, look, we literally look at the websites of the newspapers and check the byline and know that those people are working and give them a call. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> yeah. But Elaine Hammond has just published an article. She must be at her desk. Quick. 
um, but that does work. But you'll find that, you know, the, the politics editors suddenly writing about health or sport or, or culture or whatever, because they've got five people, whereas before they'd have 50. Um, so for us, it's just a matter of finding who's actually working at the moment and getting hold of them. So it's, it's taking longer to get coverage, um, which is why it's so important that the stories are brilliant. So there is still, um, still a lot of, of good work to be done in PR. You've just got to work at it creatively and effectively and kind of use your nous to get there and use your personal contacts as well, which really helps. Yeah, definitely. And adapt, right? Adapt to the... Adapting. Yeah, adapting is... Adaption? That's not a word. Adapting is the way Amazing. forward. Definitely. Were there, were there any um, other um, specific like stories from, from lockdown life um, and from how you guys have have sort of risen to those challenges that you wanted to share? Um, and it's been continuing and growing. We missed that bit. You, oh, you sorry. I cut out. Um, the joys of video conferencing. <laughs> um, our partnership network had been increasing and growing prior to lockdown and it's become even more important now and we've been working with a fellow agency collective member search seven which is a, an seo and ppc agency down in brighton which is a great complement to our services um, and we started working on a joint campaign with a construction materials supplier client prior to lockdown which has continued and is going great guns and the um, health and fitness platform that I mentioned, uh, Amplify Pro, we recommended Search 7 for them as well, and they've started working with them. Oh, um, we've got a couple of other things that are bubbling away that we've got Search 7 um, in mind for. And the event that I went to before lockdown with Agency Collective in London um, resulted in a lead that we're pitching for at the moment from one of the members called John, which is fabulous. Um, so we're just keeping in touch with all of those sorts of people as much as we can, um, because those that have relevant and clients that we could potentially bring on board for us that are already paying for website design development, SEO, PPC, or what have you, could well need our services because, yes, we offer uh, the opportunity to get your brand in the newspapers, magazines, radio, TV, etc. But we're also fantastic copywriters. So we've kind of diversified our services and we can um, handle website copy, white papers, um, social media management, promoted social media. And through our partnership network, we're able to say yes to brand development, website design development, um, market research, and all sorts of other elements of the marketing mix, which really helps us be able to say yes to any inquiries that come through, whether that's directly through the Midnight team or through one of our handpicked partners. So that's been really brilliant. Um, and we're very new members of the Agency Collective and we are loving it. So thank oh, you. Oh, bless you. You're, you're so welcome. Um, I, I guess <laughs> now's, now's the time to, to be strengthening those relationships, right? Forging new ones, strengthening old ones, um, and just making the most of this weird time, right? We're in it together and all of that. Absolutely. And there's definitely a nice community feeling and a community spirit of we can all help each other, even if it's just checking in with each other and seeing how, how we're all doing and, and supporting each other in whatever way we can, but also seeing if there's opportunities to recommend each other's services to each other's clients. And I think that's become more important than ever before, but I see that 
being a long lasting effect of, of the pandemic that we will continue to forge and strengthen those partnership relationships into the future. And I'm really excited about what that can bring for Midnight and how we can offer an all under one roof service to people that need any um, element of the marketing mix or indeed the full shebang from start to finish and that we can help them deliver a brand from concept to launch and beyond with all of our partners. Amazing. It's so brilliant to hear you be so positive and excited about it. Like there are some <laughs> yeah. great opportunities. There are some great opportunities. The most important thing in terms of comms is never to be seen as capitalising on, on the pandemic. And um, we've just launched a new blog on our website and on our social media today, which is all about making sure your communications aren't tone deaf at the moment which is really really important and something that we've been giving lots of consultation and advice to our clients about who may come to us and say what if we do this wouldn't it be brilliant everybody needs it and we're like yes but how can we make this not capitalizing on the pandemic because that will not go down well yeah Um, let's not be profiteers eh let's not be profiting from people's ill health thanks yeah for sure thank you so much for coming and having a chat it's been brilliant really helpful really interesting You're so welcome. Thanks so much for listening. In our next episode, we are speaking to Andy Smith, founder of the performance marketing and MailChimp partner agency Strategic. He shares how his agency has taken transparency to another level during this phase. You will not believe the metrics they share. Catch the Agency Collective Tales podcast every Tuesday and Thursday at 8am on all the usual places you find your podcasts. And we would love it if you subscribed. If you want to find out more about our brilliant community of agency owners and what they're doing right now to support each other, check out theagencycollective.co.uk.